Hello, this is Joanna Morrow, and welcome to the Elemental Tea. I am trying to do this once a week, and so I have a little free time. I'm not sure how long this is going to go because my son is quietly um, eating in his high chair, and it's all dependent on that. Um, my son had a fever. Um, I think it was from his second COVID-19 shot. It happened like a couple days after he got it. But also he um, started daycare and like with all of my children um, that were at home until daycare or school, um, they went to those facilities and they picked up germs and then they would get sick. So I talked to a nurse and um, she told me about um, the different types of fevers. Um, my son's fever was 100 and I checked it like two minutes later and it was 98, but the fevers go as follows, like 100, 102s, low fever, beneficial, 102, 104, moderate fever, beneficial, treat with, um, treat if needs to ease discomfort, 105 plus bring him in for a fever or um, fever for more than three days. And she told me how much to give them in milliliters for Tylenol. Um, this was just my information. I'm not sure like if they call it a beneficial fever with anyone else or that that's just the information I got. It made sense to me. And um, he has not had a fever for more than three days. So I think he'll be good to go back to daycare um, on Monday. All right, really quick, I just um, completed a poem. As you know, um, we're in the fourth quarter of the year. And um, on New Year's, uh, poetry was one of the things that I wanted to do throughout the year. Finally getting there, it's taking care of a lot of other stuff. The time is just flying. And... Um, I took a lesson with my tutor, with one of my tutors, and uh, she sent me an article about blackout poetry. I read it. Um, I found it very helpful because I wanted to do something to challenge myself. Um, poetry, I always seen like it looks like the like hippies, like the '90s hippie type, um, you know, smokes weed secretly. Um, natural hair, not that there's anything wrong with that, um, but likes to do natural. Um, it just always seems like those type of people that wanted to do it. Um, you know, maybe closeted in some type of lifestyle, but um, it never really, like, satisfied, like, my, my reading cravings, like, you know, if I want to sit down and, you know, read something or look at something that's fulfilling, that's pumping me up educationally, uh, or is that a word, educationally? Um, Educational-wise, construct constructively, um, like, poetry wasn't it. Like, it's something that I would look at and be like, did I really just waste time, like, in that mishmash of zonked-out circular 
Twilight Zone dimension thing. <laughs> like it just it didn't it just didn't do it for me. But I'm like I don't like to be challenged by something like that I can't get over. Like I didn't want to leave it in my mind like I don't like poetry, that's that. Like so that's why um I wanted to do poetry. And I did my first um, blackout poem, um, and I'm just going to uh, give you that right now. It's called White House. Oh, blackout poetry is where you take an article or something you pick. It can be images as well, and you keep the words that you like or the image, um, and then you black out the rest. Okay, so this is what I got. It's called White House. Happiest moments. Birth. First child, wedding, birth, grandchildren, 38, insurance, healthy appearance, cup, child wedding, retirement, moving into new home, steps, child's first, kiss, pearls, granted, believe, remember, Success, friends wisely, traveled the world, scientifically, them heavily. Woo! Very happy. It gives me a feeling of like relaxation. It, it makes me feel like everything that I had tied up subconsciously finally like spilled out on the paper and it's there and it's like more organized. So I really like that. I want to try some more. Um, yeah. Also, I decided that I want to further my education because I don't want any regrets in life. And turning 40, oh my God. Like, you know how it's supposed to be a good thing and there's like so many people in the world that are in their 40s. Like, get real. It's not like, I am 39. When's your next birthday? Huh? I'll be 50 next time. You know, it's not like that. It's like, it, it just feels like because there's so many people that like, like give me hate. You know what I'm saying? Like me going to buy a sweater is I'm going to get a sweater. Yay. But like when you have a million people that don't want you to get a sweater, it just, you know what I'm saying? And that's how it is like being 40. It's like, I'm 40 you know, 40 years young, I'm still young, but then it's like so much negative activity about like being 40 that it just, you know, it's like others outside negative energy, you know, to it. And it, it honestly feels like I'm the only 40 year old in the world. I feel like I am the only 40 year old in the world. I am so serious about that. And if I started talking more about it, it would just be like a whole bunch of abstract thinking it would be like the the creature on beetlejuice like that goes yeah and then like the little hands and stuff shoot from everywhere it would just be it would just be a mess of course that's not me because i'm not nasty like that um but yeah like i wanted to talk about single um parenting and my son is like i just finished the last blueberry and i'm looking at you um I want to say, like, I never wanted to be a single mom. I never thought it would happen to me. I'm not the type of woman I thought that um, would ever be single because 
Um, like, I don't got it like that. Like, I mean, I do got it like that. I got it like that and as, like, I can always have a man. I don't got it like that where, you know, I, I am a woman that, you know, doesn't always have a man. And, you know, right now, um, I have planned on hooking up with um, my son's father, Elliot, who passed in June 2022. Oh, my God. And, you know, he's not around. Um, didn't really think too much about dating. Like, I just feel like, okay, like I should be more organized in the dating thinking. Um, because I still felt like after that happened, like I'm just going to go out and spontaneously meet somebody and fall completely in love head over heels and be with that person. But then I also thought like, well, you know, I can meet somebody and hook up, have a good time. And hopefully we can develop a friendship, um, from there. That's like with all of my um, intimate C partners. Like I felt like we're going to have a connection. Like we've done this, like everything is all good. We've pleased ourselves. We've, we've enjoyed each other. And now like, you know, give me a call out of the blue, you know, like two months later, you know, I, I just expect it to always be cool. Like, I feel like I'm always cool with those people, but it didn't turn out into like, okay, let me put it, put it this way. So it's totally clear. Like, remember I was telling you, like, I need allergy meds. They're 30 bucks. Like there's going to be a million people that are trying, that are actively living to, you know, stop that process. Well, that's, can you imagine this? Like, that's how it is. Like when I've hooked up with somebody, like I hook up with them and there's like so many people that want to be negative in their ear and just, you know, pressure these people and just act a goddamn fool that, you know, it, it's like you're breaking up, you're breaking up, you're breaking up. Like that's how it is with relationships. And I've talked a lot about my family who um, are, are very fickle. They're very fickle to everything. Like all, all of my family, um, like, you know, it's like, they know who I am. Like, it's like, I would like my family to be like, I know that she's a very special person. She's a very, 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 very special person. Like she's the most special person ever, you know, besides ourselves, besides, you know, children, all of that in order. But it's like, they know like who I am, but like, it still can be like a little bird in their ear and then they become fickle to everything. So just imagine that if I'm trying to be like in a re, um, romantic relationship, it would be, um, it would be crazy, you know, like romantic relationship, that's overtime, like family, like everyone can accept, like family is going to be there, like regardless, blood is thicker than water, as the old saying goes. And so... It, but the, but then look at the removal of my kids and and it's like there's just so many people like millions and millions of people that just try to break up everything like you're breaking up you're breaking up there's my son
I had to take my son out of his high chair. Um, yeah, you would think like I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Like I should be the luckiest girl in the world. Like I should just have anything. I should just point to something and have the Midas touch, which I have, and it turns into gold. Um, another thing is I'm not downing my family. I'm not saying I came from a good for nothing bloodline and bog garnet. I am Scrooge. And I'm going to sit in a log in the woods and just hate everybody in my family. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it is what it is. Like, I don't want my family never to talk to me or feel a certain way about it. But I'm just saying, like, all this you're breaking up, you're breaking up is, is very fickle. You, that, that is the making of somebody. Like, okay, somebody says something or makes you feel a way. Or even 10 or 20 or a, a thousand, a million people make you feel a certain way. Like, it's like they don't get like but that's still Joanna like it is what it is and so um back to my topic about being a single parent <laughs> whoa they're here it's like I feel like there's only one of me like even though I have people that I love my children are on the top of the list and I birthed them. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, oh, there's only one of me. And then I birthed five more. And now they're like me. <laughs> it's like, was that the only way to have people that are really like me? Just a preponderance. Or just a ponderance. And so, um, did I talk about school? This one is right here. Did I talk about school? I'll talk about school more. And so... Let me talk about school before I forget to tell you that I want to go um, for psychology and an emphasis on applied behavior because in the um, synopsis, in the description of that um, emphasis, it deals with the behavior of children and adults. Um, and there was other um, programs as well. I, I forgot um, exactly. I think there is one in like... Yeah, there's like just psychology as a whole, then psychology, and I think there's like three other different emphasis. But that's what I want to do um, because I'm basically already in it. So why not earn a degree and freshen up on the terms and the times and that's it. I mean, look what I did with my... Um, AAS, my Associates of Applied Science in Sales and Marketing, Associates, two years. Um, I kind of like ruined the world, don't I? Ooh, off of a two-year degree. I feel like I'm teaching. Uh, and so I have to really get in my mind what I want to do at this point. Like, do I feel I have the confidence to get a bachelor's, it's, which is an undergraduate degree for people who may get that confused or don't know, um, do I want to teach? Although teaching, I, I'm pretty sure you need a master's or a PhD for teaching nowadays. Um, what do I want to do? Well, I have a website, Joanna's Drug Emporium, and it's more of a counseling slash life coach thing and talk line. It's, it's all that. It's, it's all that and a bag of chips. And so if I'm going to take this professionally and grow with it, because I see JDE turning into something bigger, because, you know, I like the apothecary stuff and, you know, the, 
just everything, everything to do with it. Soap making, tinctures. I have books coming on that. I have um, a book on Kindle that I can go over some tinctures. Um, first time I tried to do that, I brought the 100 proof vodka um, or Everclear. Everclear wasn't available at my liquor store. I brought the 100 proof vodka, ended up drinking and loved it, felt like it would get rid of a headache, whatever. And tinctures were not made. Um, you know, I love the herbs and the incense and candles and, you know, all of that type of, you know, do it yourself, heal yourself, healer type of stuff. So I'm like, what if I end up owning, um, uh, a metaphysical store, you know, from this, like wouldn't me as the owner need to have something on paper, some type of credentials. And so I thought like, well, since, you know, if I had to pick something rather than just get super blown out about the whole thing, um, I talked about the, um, hedonic, um, law versus just the regular, um, law. Um, we talked about that and that's something that, you know, someone's seen in me and others also have seen, um, that would be good for me. That is psychology and law. So I'm like, well, why don't I just do it? You know, usually when I just do it, it works out. And um, so that's why I just thought it would be good for what I want to get into. Because if I have this dr dream, like I in 2020, I'm just like, you know what? F all this. I'm smart. I'm worth it. I'm doing all this for the freaking world and for everybody in the freaking world. Like I should have a business, right? So... I just came up with the idea of Joanna's Drug Emporium. I just thought, you know, about it. Like, what am I going to call it? And I just believe in it. It's just made up of belief. Like, there's belief being shot into it every day. So that was there. But still, I thought, like, having credentials rather than, hey, just talk to me, Joanna, the biggest psychic medium and extraordinary love and ecstasy mediumship in the world like instead of just you know doing that like I could have like a background to it as well so that's um the um going to school for psychology it is very expensive um I don't know like how, why I was so um sticker shocked about it but like it, it's just expensive. It is like, I know classes are around 5,000 in a normal college. I'm not sure how it is in the Ivy league college or anything like that, but $25,000 a year is pretty darn. I mean, it's good. You know, if I'm thinking about it from my perspective, but like, according to me living in the world with my perspective, it, it's kind of bad because I'm relying on other people to get me through navigating, making 25,000 and then shooting it to, um, to pay them back. So that's that. Um, okay. Back to what I was saying about the topic of single parenting. Um, I just never thought I'd be here. Um, my, Loya children, I have three children, their last name is Loya. They are the children of Manny Manuel Loya. He comes around um, to do little odd uh, jobs and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I believe his goal should just be into re 
unifying me with his children, you know, if he just focuses on that, like we'll, we'll be even like, that's all I really want his help to do. Like I can't really hold anyone to the past and it, and it sucks because there's no insurance on this psychic stuff. Like we've already talked about, there's no court that I can get compensated for my psychic, um, ability and psychic work. Um, there's nowhere for me to get compensated for magic. Like there's no court for that. Um, using my life essence, streaming me like I'm sitting in the chair being sucked by the dark crystal for the world. Like there's no court for that. And so therefore there is no insurance for that. Therefore, there is no liability. Therefore, I don't have any assets, blah, 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 blah. It just keeps, therefore, there, there is non-existence. And so, like, money has a big part to do with it because that's why we're in this situation because the courts, like, this isn't, this isn't, Let's find the body of Jacob Wetterling, who is this um, child who disappeared in Minnesota. And then, like, we'll give up your children. Like, it's like they're holding it to those types of standards. Like, as soon as we can complete this and, and do this miracle that Jesus himself needs to be walking on earth to do, then you're not getting your kids back. And it's like everybody in the world... I think knows that my kids are in foster care in Minnesota because of discrimination. Like everyone in the world knows that. So when I'm talking about like, this is a high profile case, yeah, they're not going to march about it because that would put people on their backs. But I'm saying like everybody in the world knows about it. So that's high pro that's high profile enough to me. Like it's this dirty little secret um, you know, that everyone knows and please Lord Jesus, don't make it dirty for me and my children, you know, just so people don't, the million don't get their wires crossed and think I'm saying it's okay to treat Joanna and her children dirty. No, it's, it's not okay. Like all of this wasn't ethical, you know, and it happened because there are some dirty people that wanted and threatened, um, to, to not leave us alone. And like, even to this day, there are people who think they have the right to give me an ultimatum because we feel you think like this, then therefore we're going to act like this. And that's not providing like, that's not safe for, for everybody. Okay. Like for me, I'm going to exclude myself out of it. I'm going to look at it from like society's point of view. Right. Okay. Say there is a mixed girl who was young and she had been um, hurt in the past by a, a gang, right? So this mixed girl says, you know, I don't want to be hurt by this gang anymore, so I'm just going to stay away from it. And so now, like, the gang members, like, attack her and her family, her pets, you know, she's going walking and, and somebody, like, rolls down the window and turns the music up really loud and, like, blows her freaking hair out of her face. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's crazy. So I'm saying that because I'm an example of what they can let other people do in society. 
Like if it's happening to me and they believe like I have all this power to change everything and to change their life, Isiana picks my life. Like then they're saying like what happens with you and your decision can affect other people. So that's why I'm saying like it's a safety issue when you let people like threaten or conduct themselves a certain way or be biased or pull out protections or, you know, do stuff like that. It's not good as a society. And so, um, yeah, like money has to do with, with it because I feel like I'm educated enough. I feel like I'm professional enough and that I know how to handle business enough to where, you know, all I need now is just the money in the bank to get those things done. Like I can handle business. You know, I can go out and buy a house. I can talk to a realtor, know what the hell he's talking, he or she's talking about. Um, I can present my case. Um, I can go to court, get all of that done. Um, you know, like everything I can get done. But then what pulls the um, rickshaw out is the money. It's like, okay, you can get all this done. Okay, now it's going to cost $3,000. Okay, now it's going to cost $1 million. You know? And, and that's where everything stops. So it really is about the money. Like, you know, I feel like I'm owed so much money because I designed the mental framework and infrastructure of artificial um, intelligence or a mindscape, um, actuarium. Like I've designed all of these very, um, like futuristic space programs like that people are thinking on. It's a platform. And I just want to remind everyone, this is why this show is called the Illuminati because this deals with some real Illuminati shit. Excuse my French. But I just wanted for you to feel that, okay? Um, this deals with some real Illuminati. When I think of Illuminati, I'm thinking about a group of people who does can do something that no one else on the earth can do. That's why I call it the Illuminati, because I'm a person that can do um, something that no one on the earth can do. And that is um, mind control. But see, I, I, I digress. I'm not going to use mind control because I don't want people to think like, ooh, I'm weird and stuff like that. I'm not. I'm saying it in, in that, like I explained way back um, last year about the clairvoyant, like people wanting to read my thoughts constantly, people wanting to stream everything. Like everything I think, like I'm looking at smart water right now. There's somebody that can throw smart water. I'm looking at my son drop a broom like there's somebody that can feel that you know and like with the psychic gang stalking there's people that always want to you know find like get inside get inside my mind and that to, to me is witchcraft um that it, this deals and I don't want to go there I, I really don't because you know my doctor my son's doctor knows about this and um, like some, some other professional, I have a show. So I'm trying to make this into something that everyone can listen to, like professionals, like that know me, like, because with professionals that know me, I want to have a good rapport. 
you know, I don't want them feeling like this is putting me on another, I'd say, like, not mainstream. Like, I, I still want to be mainstream with this. And even with the Illuminati, I um, think this is going to turn into, like, a different show. Like, eventually when we get out of this, this whole that of mishmash, um, you know, because I didn't have my voice uh, for many, for many years. And I'm trying to, like, just catch everybody up to date on what's going on. So that's how the show started. But eventually when we get past this point, then the show could just be about various topics, like um, going vegan, like, you know, um, how to make um, a smoothie from um, uh, baby, baby puree. You know, just it could be about <laughs> topics and stuff like that. But it is what it is now. Okay. But yeah, um, today, and this is still dealing with money, and I'm trying to finish up um, the single parenting thing. Um, like, people call me a queen. They call my son a prince, my son princess. They've called um, the... Uh, well, at least one man in my life, King, like, this is the type of topics because they see, like, we have the inertia, inertia of people who are dealing with this because we're able to deal with society. We're able to deal with making the decisions that help people get through life. And that's what I'm saying with the mind control. I'm actually doing stuff that help people make it. Like, everyone would just be stranded like it would be like the valley of dry bones like the bible um mentioned if you don't believe in the bible it's just for an image okay people it's just for an image um but like i don't leave people stranded i believe i give people hope i believe i give hope to um the lonely i believe even though i don't want this and just listen so it doesn't sound like i'm being rude um hope to the um people in poverty and and to you know people that are deemed ostracized um maybe for social economical reasons or whatever medical disability and stuff like that like because i'm actually you know on programs that you know those type of people could utilize as well so I'm not saying like I don't want to be associated with that, but I'm saying like it just like this what I'm living is just reaches so many people. You know, I'm saying that because I don't consider myself um, wanting to be low class, wanting to be low income, wanting to be social economical disability, um, you know, all that race creed um politically ostracized set aside pushed aside on the side like that's not who i want to be so i'm not going to say hey i'm out here to market to that because that comes with a negative connotation itself that's a lot of work that's a piece of work but i'm just saying like you know i believe i've done some good things in the world i really 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 do um who did I kill? I'm not a murderer. We went over that the last show. Um, 
I'm, I'm just an intellectual. I'm just an intellectual person. It just is what it is. But even with that, like I said, everyone knows that my children, um, I can't just go and just pick them up. Like my mom and um, their other caretaker, my aunt won't allow that. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. They'll, they'll hello, court, remind you. Like I don't have a family. Okay, yeah. <sighs> you and the kids just move out and um, I'll help you pay for them. You can at least be with your kids. No, it's, it's all now, now it's the court. We believe in the court. We believe in white America society, the courts. Um, and don't take that twisted because I know there's a mouthful of um, black judges that'll give you a mouthful. Okay? So just calm down. Um, but yeah, like everybody knows that. And it's like everybody knows my like nick and crannies and that like... Sometimes I just want to relax. Like this is how I think the average normal person is. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna first came up white in my mind. Um, smoking a blunt, sitting on the couch, watching TV with their legs crossed, bopping their feet, and just you know living their life. You know, no one is in their mind. Like, what is this person thinking? What TV show? Like, no one is, is there. Like, this, that's how the normal person lives. Okay, we'll do, we'll do black just because there's this equality thing. Um, black. Driving in a car, one um, hand on the steering wheel, the other slumped back in the seat, um, drinking some red pop, um, a lot of money in their pocket and no one like is thinking like what is this person thinking how much money does he have did he spend twenty dollars at holiday like no one's doing that but then it's like my life and it's like everybody knows everything it's like um page six dirt remember this the series with courtney cox dirt I never watched it. I, I couldn't get into it. It was a little boring and slow to me, but I'm just saying, I guess that's what it was about. Like, we're, we're the paparazzi and we're going to follow the celebrity for dirt and all the dirty underwears. You know, just not. Um, but yeah, like everyone hears everything. And like, even I'm considering marriage and it's like driving people to, to the lowest of the low. For getting married. Um, but just to close it up with um, the single parenting, like there's a lot of factors that go in there. And um, I just never thought I'd be a single parent. Um, I'm looking for love. I want a, um, a person that would love my children. I want a person that will actively be thinking about, okay, Joanna, children. Joanna, children, Joanna, children, not Joanna, even though that's wonderful, you know, I can hear the Italian um, music and the black and white and red awnings flapping in the air under our um, patio um, seating outside, like that's wonderful, but I want like them to think like Joanna, children, because that's a big part, it, it, it's like there's a lot of separation, it's like Joanna versus separation of the state, my children, you know? Um, 
but yeah, it's, I, I'm one of them, single parents. I, I can see how it, hap it could happen normally. Like there's no weird circumstance. I didn't cheat with 15,000 men on my, um, on my spouse. Like I didn't like become an alcoholic and go gambling and just uncontrollably emotionally. Like that didn't happen. It was like life. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say, and uh, thanks for listening to Dalalumanata, and um, I think you're caught up. Okay, goodbye.